Welcome to the Royal Family International Podcast Studio, featuring the administration of God's Word by Pete Cabrera Jr. I'm David Smithy, and today's podcast, The Palms and the Donkey, is the fifth in a seven-part series discussing the unshakable nature and everlasting kingdom of God. In this study, Pete brings new insight into what Jesus meant when teaching on the gates of hell not prevailing against his kingdom. We also learn the place and meaning of the rock that Jesus said he would build his church upon. Thank you for listening, and now, here is Pete Cabrera Jr. Jesus doesn't use a sword to cut you down. He uses a sword to separate you from the thing that's trying to drive you down, which is flesh, so you can live free in the spirit. And he's the word. And he's the sword. The sword of the spirit is that. The sword of the spirit is cutting away the fat, cutting away the flesh, cutting away the lies, cutting away the things that are cutting it down, chopping it down. That's what it's about. But when we get into the flesh, we pick up a physical sword, we pick up the palms, and we say, we will fight for you. We will fight for you. No, Jesus says, I don't want you to fight for me. I want you to listen to me. That's what I want you to do. I don't need you to defend me. I don't need you to defend this kingdom. This kingdom is unshakable. This kingdom is going to last forever. This kingdom is always going to be here. You don't need to fight for this kingdom. You just have to proclaim it and live in this kingdom. Live in this kingdom. You know, there's this verse where Jesus stands before the gates of hell. Very interesting. I did a whole study on this. Uh, I was talking to John Martin. I don't know if John Martin's on here or not. But me and John Martin had this discussion about the gates of hell. You know, and so he said something that was very interesting to me. And so when I heard that, I was like, man, this is very, I think I'm going to do my homework on this, on the gates of hell. And so what I do, I started searching out everything I could on it. On the gates of hell and why Jesus said that, you know, and what's very interesting is that in my search, in my search, I, I bought this and I'm going to send it to John Martin because he's the one that got me interested. And this is called the early church. This is five, uh, lesson five, becoming the light in the darkness. And so I bought this because it came, a, a rabbi friend of mine told me to get it. And so I did. And so I sat and listened to it. And I was like, wow, you, there's just so much things that we do not know. Like you hear about, uh, you're going to get a, a white stone with your name on it. You get a white stone with your name on it. That God gives you a stone with your name on it. There was a city that had a hospital. And this hospital had a big white stones. And whenever you were healed by their gods, they would write your name on that stone, declaring that you were healed, declaring that that God had healed you. And so when he had said that, he was in the vicinity of this place where this hospital was at. And he said, God will give you a stone with your name on it. I mean, that he will give you a stone with your name on it. And so I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Like, okay, I get it now. I understand now. I understand why he said that. Because where he stood... What they were talking about that was in the vicinity of the healing waters of Baal and the healing waters of Pan, the healing waters of what's going on. John, hey, bro, I, I did a study because remember you and I sat down and we had talked about uh, Jesus said on this rock, uh, the gates of hell won't prevail. So from that talk about six, four to six months ago, I think we had that talk. Uh, I started doing the study on it and I've been studying it and digging it up because, you know, I like to make sure that I'm, I'm um, that I'm well versed and that I know what I'm talking about when I say certain things. And so I'm going to send this to you in the mail. 
uh, it actually breaks that down from a rabbinical standpoint of why he stood there and what was going on. And so, and just a quick review of what's going on is that uh, they used to serve Baal. And Baal was the god of water that released his seed, which they believed was, uh, I have to say this, semen, which is the rain. And so this is why, um, this is why Elijah said it's not going to rain for three years was because Baal was their God that released the rains. And so he said, okay, then we're going to stop the rains. I'm going to prove to you that Baal is a liar. So it doesn't rain. And the reason that he pours water on the altar is called Sabbat, uh, Sakat. Sakat is the releasing of the waters that you have to pour water on the altar. So when he did that, he did that to show them that Baal does not release the rain, that it's the God of Israel. It's the God of Jacob, of Abraham and Isaac. And he's the God that releases the rain. And this is why they pour water on it, to remind the people that Baal is not a real God. He's a liar, right? So so they, they call him the, the God of the underworld, right? And so at this place... Um, where they did this 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 worship, it was called the Gates of Hell. Uh, they had created an altar there, and it was called uh, Pan uh, the Pan Altar. And so they had shifted Baal to Pan worship, and Pan was the goat god. And so they created this altar there, and then they had on the side of where this altar was, where the Gates of Hell, where the Mount was at. Jesus actually went to this place to preach. Now we know that rabbis, when they teach. They're talking about things in the vicinity, things they can see, point, and touch. So when he's talking about uh, on this rock, he's actually pointing to the rock that he's talking about where the people believed that there was this, this, uh, this cavern, and the cavern used to shoot out a spring of water that came out. And they believed that in the belly of that cavern was where Baal was or Pan. And because he was the source of water, the source of life under... Um, pagan beliefs and the greek beliefs is that that's where it was there at the bottom and so the, in the bottom of that was the the belly that the water came from so they believed that that was where hell was because now that was held to a jew because jewish people believed that anything that was not of god was demonic now to a greek it wasn't hell it was a place where their god dwelt do you see the mindset? <laughs> so to, to a Greek or a pagan, this is where they want to go. But to a Jew, we don't want to go there. Do you, do you see the mindset? So to a Jewish person who serves our God, that is a pagan place. But to a person who serves that God, that's where they want to go. It's very interesting, right? Because it's a mindset. And so it just depends who's standing there. So if a pagan's standing there, it's salvation to them. But if a Jew standing there, it's hell to them. See, this is the mindset. I'm going to send this to you. It's going to blow your mind. So, when Jesus is standing there, and they have this place where they have these goats, uh, where Pan, and Pan was a goat god. And so he was the god of fertility. And also, so was um, Baal. Baal was a, a god of fertility. And so, what they did is they had off to the side... They had this uh, place where they had a bunch of goats. Now, I got to, I don't even know how I'm going to say this, but what you would do is you would go into where the goats were and you would mate with these goats and you would appease Pan, the goat god, that would make you fertile so you could have a huge tribe. 
Okay. It's not a book. It's a DVD. Right. It's a DVD. This is very interesting. Uh, it's called The Early Church. Right. I don't usually do that, but man, I'm, whew, there's so much wealth in this. Oh, my gosh. And so you would go in there and you would sleep with these goats. Right. And then the women would dance around goats and get them aroused. And they had like these statues of male parts and the women would dance they would get the goat aroused and they would cause this erosion and so that's where you get the word pandemonium because these people they were just it was this place where they were just having orgies and it was like because that was the god that they served the god of fertility and so this is what was going on and jesus brings them his 12 to the edge of this place and they're watching like Jesus, why did you bring us here? This is nasty. This, why are we here? And Jesus said, I want to show it to you. I want to show it to you. Because on this rock, on this rock, this rock, and they're like, that rock that has the pagans, that rock that they come to worship, that rock, yes, on that rock, I will build my kingdom on that rock. And they're like, on that rock? Yes, see the pagans? And then it said, if you read on, when he's standing there, he tells anyone that's there to follow him. He says that in that crowd, if any of you want to follow me, he says that in that crowd, while he's there pointing to that rock, he says, if any of you want to follow me, meaning that he was speaking to the people there that were engaging and he says, if you want to follow me, I will show you true salvation. I will show you, because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for a God. They're looking for the God of Pan. They're, they're, they're calling out to these gods. They're, they're, look, as, as dirty and as filthy as it may be to us, to them, they were desperate. Could you imagine if you couldn't have any children and you believed that there was this God named Pan that you all you had to do was sleep with this goat and you could have children? Imagine how desperate you would be. And so Jesus knew that, man, this... You're being lied to. This is not true. This is not true. All this right here, this is not true. It's your belief systems, and you've been taught that, and it's not true. It's a lie. And he tells Peter, and this is where he calls him the rock. We hope you enjoyed listening to Pete Cabrera Jr. as he administered the Word of God from his series, The Palms and the Donkey. To hear more of Pete's teachings on the World Wide Web, please go to royalfamilymedia.net. And to learn more about the School of Identity and Lifestyle, go to royalfamilyinternational.com. Until next time, be blessed, be blessed, and be blessed in Jesus' name.